Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. and crime the podcast where three friends chug wine chat true crime and unleash their worst minnesotan accents mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i'm kenyon i'm lucy and i'm amanda and this week we are going to be talking about mob mentality murders Ooh. so like group think <laughs> herd mentality Ugh. you know fucking peer pressure all that good I watched stuff. so many Black Friday videos, which is exactly what topic <laughs> I chose, so get ready. Oh my god, I fucking love that. That's it's so not a good situation. <laughs> I'm afraid to Google that. It sounds very The videos are disturbing. horrific. It's so disturbing. I, I was only able to watch, let's just say, two. <laughs> Hundred? <laughs> Let's just say two, but it was real, it was real bad, a real bad. Oh, gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is what's, that's everything that's wrong with America, and I guarantee you that everyone in that fucking mob at Walmart Mm. got a a great deal on a flat screen. Oh, that's one of the things they were scrambling for. (laughs) Don't steal my thunder (laughs) before I even go over my case, Dr. Nandy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> two weeks in a row I know oh All my right. god <laughs> I before still miss Amanda <laughs> clobbers us mm-hmm. what is our wine crime pairing so this was another really tough one to pair and there are not a lot of <laughs> fun labels depicting people being trampled so wait is it a wine <laughs> sold at Walmart does what? Walmart sell wine no it there oh. is a wine there is a wine that is uh, like produced and distributed by Walmart, and it's a top-selling wine, but I did not choose oh my that. God. I try not Thank to God. give Walmart my money if I can avoid it, although their yeah. pharmacy yeah. has like the best deals. Anyway, um, so <laughs> this week's wine is like the biggest, most embarrassing reach we've ever done. <laughs> I chose the... Tons de Durham Red Blend, as in tons of people stepping on you. (laughs) (laughs) To be clear, the topic is not Walmart stampede. I know. (laughs) I know. Mob. Angry mob. It works for mine. It works for my case. (laughs) We were, I was with friends at the, at the liquor store and I was like, I don't even know where to begin. And everybody fanned out and was going up and down the halls. And my friend Tony was like, I found one. It's called tons, like tons of people. And I was like, no, I'm not that desperate. We're not doing this. And then 20 minutes later, we still hadn't found a line. I was like, fuck it. We're going with tons. Here we go. We're doing tons. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> so, fortunately, this is a great red blend out of Portugal featuring two varietals that we have not covered. So, at least we're going to learn something Ooh. today. Um, both of them it's are grenache. grown. <laughs> it's not grenache. It's not it's a, a grenache. grenache. <laughs> it's a grenache. It's actually all and we a need to know about the wine. 
I said it's not a Grenache. I swear yep. it's not. Um, both of these varietals are grown in the Douro Valley in Portugal. So we are talking about Toriga Franca and Toriga Nacional. So first, Ooh. we'll tackle Toriga Franca. It is the most widely grown grape in the Douro Valley and is responsible for many of the grapes that go into making dry Douro wines and port. So this uh, wine features grapes that are used in port making, but it's not done in the same style and it's not aged in the same way. So we're not going to get that kind of sweetness. Um, Thank God. I hate port. I love port, but you can't drink a bottle <laughs> of port and not puke. You just can't do it. I've tried. You yeah. can't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, growers <laughs> do love this wine because uh, the Franca is super easy to cultivate. It's very hardy. It's very dependable for good yields. It's pretty much like you're always going to get the desired effect out of this grape. Um, it shows a delicate yet intense aroma with notes of blackberry fruit, and um, it's kind of floral as well. And then it has like a full body and a deep pigment. So this should be like a deep purpley red. And then the mm. Torrigan Nacional is a variety of red wine grape that is considered by many in Portugal to be like Portugal's finest varietal. Um, but unlike Franca, this has much lower yields from its crop. The grapes are really small. They're a little bit more finicky. So it's not like this hearty, beautiful grape that the Franca is. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <it's... laughs> what? Reminds me of like a Tinder profile. I'm more of a Franca. I'm hardy and beautiful. I'm small and finicky. You're a Nacional big time. I'm not small. I am finicky. Oh, she's small, you guys. Um, and the Toriga Nacional does provide them some structure and body to the wine as well. It has high tannins and some concentrated flavors of black fruit. So let's see what we're working with mm. here it should be like kind of sweet but with a dry finish is there gonna like be a juicy pop? yeah is it I'm, a pop or I'm a struggling twist? with the pop I'm trying to talk through it so I don't sound like I'm struggling with it here we go <laughs> and one two Smooth. three uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was on three I was, that was on I was three just, Waiting for that to just break off in the neck of the bottle, and we all would have heard it. <laughs> Ooh, this is that beautiful. Amanda goes gets a shoe, and starts whacking at the neck of the bottle. Just my break mic off goes the dark. Neck. I'm just gone. <laughs> all right, cheers, ladies. The show must go on. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> oh, also, congrats all to right. us on the launch of our online store today. Drink up. Congrats oh, yeah. to us. Let's Oh, yeah. Okay, we got to talk about that first real quick. Mm-hmm. So, you guys. We did we it. We have merch. Mm-hmm. Merch is nigh. Mm-hmm. We have it. Merch we have it online. Nigh. <laughs> merch merch draws nigh. <laughs> Within our clutches. Oh, my God. Ooh, this wine is fucking good, you guys. Go get tons. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's like tons or like toms or some shit, but tons. it's tons. Back to merch. We have merch. (laughs) We're having a live show in Minneapolis on July 2nd, which also happens to be Lucy's 
30th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. So, <laughs> so thank you for giving up your birthday to Wine and Crime. And we're expecting oh, all really of you listeners it. to come and celebrate with us. Yes. It's going to yes. be awesome. Bring me presents. And while yeah. <laughs> we will not be drinking wine together, we're going to be drinking amazing beer. And no, we are not going to release the topic yet, but we are going to be pairing a blood orange Rattler. So even if you're not a big beer person, mm-hmm. you're going to have something super mm-hmm. refreshing and amazing to drink while we have the time of our lives. So you got to come. I, I love fucking a love blood orange. I mm. also love a Rattler. I love I love blood too. Mm. Yep. So blood. we will be oh. sipping these out of our fucking patriarchy sunless wine glasses, mm. which yes, are we will. available for pre-order from our online store. Yep. Pretty soon, and you, probably. You you can access. No, it's available now. You can yep. access the online store via our website on the merch page. Wineandcrimepodcast.com forward slash merch. Wine and- <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you can go directly to the online store at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. So either way works. It'll get you there. You can buy your wine glasses, your t-shirts, your buttons that Lucy handmade. And I want pictures and- of the first person who is going to be wearing one of the t-shirts, wearing one of the buttons, drinking out of one of the wine glasses, and l- drinking mm-hmm. one of the featured wines, and listening to the show. I want Ooh, oh my God. this to First happen. person to send us that pick gets a special prize. We will find out yep. what that prize is, but that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I want that to and happen so bad. And it's not yep. Buffalo Jail voicemail. No, it's, it's something not. better. Which didn't sell that well, weirdly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally only our blood relatives purchased that. <laughs> oh, she's and getting they all the voicemail. Passed. All hard pass on the voicemail. <laughs> Everyone who donated fifteen or more on Patreon is now just gonna get the MP3 of the voicemail. Without <laughs> even wanting it, you're fucking getting it. And while speaking. And speaking of Patreons, we have a special treat for you guys today. <laughs> oh my god, stay that's tuned coming at after the, end. the episode. All, all oh, definitely. Stay we have tuned to get drunk episode before that yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. Cool. Definitely stay tuned for special thanks this week because it's going to be real special. Hey, special in every in every sense of that word. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a reason I'm drinking this tons so fast. Yeah, I'm going to drink a ton before that. (laughs) All right, Lucy, do you want to give us some background and psych into mob mentality? Mm -hmm. I do, because there's so much. And I'd also like to open with a quote from the Bible, because you all know me. Goddamn Catholic. (laughs) Bible-thumping Lucy. From from rote memory. Just kidding, I totally Googled this. Like, okay, Okay. that's not funny. (laughs) Just scary. (laughs) Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil, neither shalt thou speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment. Exodus 23.2. Amen. Preach. And I will... The first part was very clear, and the second part was a little bit murky. Doesn't make sense. Required a second Google search. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thou shalt translate thine Bible verse... (laughs) Into modern speak that shall be understood <laughs> rightly. <laughs> Both right. Post now in Aramaic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I thought you were burping. No, that was me being possessed. 
And like all of a sudden knowing Aramaic. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. You know. Wrong that wasn't obvious. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I got so it. So it means don't, you know, don't follow the crowd to do evil. And then also don't, uh, don't testify <laughs> against what is right and good because everyone else is doing it. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, okay. you know, if you were the sole witness in this horrible murder and everyone's saying, no, it's this it's this guy, and then you <clears throat> saw it happen, and it wasn't that guy, it was the other guy, then don't just mm-hmm. follow the crowd. Okay. Got it. Makes sense. Got it. Okay. All right. At okay. least in some parts the Bible makes sense. Yeah. I liked this one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's no Ecclesiastes, which is my favorite, because it talks about the end times. Genesis, Mm -hmm. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first thing is... The fuck is happening? Yeah, I don't know where that came from. I can sing a song of all the books of the Bible in order. (laughs) We're going to move on. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. I so your song that is useful. so many times. <laughs> That's a good party trick. Okay, so more psychology. Well, the first part really wasn't psychology. Okay. No. Mob mentality, a.k.a. herd mentality, is defined as how people are influenced by their peers and people around them to adopt or imitate certain behaviors. Mm -hmm. So the more I read about this, the more I realized that pretty much every aspect of your life is affected by mob mentality. Okay. Yeah. So just some examples to show how wide-ranging this is. Uh, nationalism is a great example. The military, mm-hmm. because Ooh. everyone is dressed the same. You don't ask questions, and they send you out, you know, to p- p- to kill people. Basically, mm-hmm. is what it boils or, down or to. Or die, or both. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Burning Man mm. mob mentality. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only place where it's totally cool to you know not wear a shirt and trip balls all day Which and I wear your no goggles and your whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't want to do a that problem around that a it's... thousand smelly strangers. Oh, right. I thought you mm-hmm. had a problem with why it's not acceptable Mm-mm. in every day. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, fashion and like home decor trends. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. you know, that's a that's an outcome of individuals tending to imitate members of a higher class in their consumer behavior. Mm. So I couldn't s- I couldn't afford to reupholster this fucking butt ugly wingback chair that we have. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be fucking blue velvet because mm-hmm. that's fashionable now. And so I fucking painted it blue. I love it. And it's the most uncomfortable thing yeah, ever. You, you, you need never to wear sit like in it. But it looks knee cool, pads right? to sit in this chair. Yes, it looks great. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> totally useless now, though. Who cares? Yeah, completely useless it and has great. no value. Like, we could never resell it. Who it's cares? just trash. It's, it's a garbage piece. chair now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's another- blue. Well, thank God for that. It's but fucking blue. blue. You hear that, Gigi Hadid? <laughs> I got my fucking blue chair. Happy now. Um, you hear so, that, Joanna Gaines? <laughs> Joanna Gaines. 
Uh, stock market trends mm-hmm. are influenced mm-hmm. by emotions like fear and greed, which so creepy and I weird. I know fucking nothing about the stock market. Like I, I know what it. it is, but I don't get it. I don't get how it, it works. makes no sense to me. The only thing I can understand is like really concrete examples where it's like there was drought. Yep. And there's little wheat. And now weed prices go up. Yep. Like, okay, right. got it. But like with <laughs> like a sense. company, I don't, get I don't it. Yeah. understand. Yeah. So actually scientists often study the links between human behavior and slash mob mentality to predict future economic crises. Oh, interesting. Mm. So that's a whole thing that I know for a fact I won't be able to wrap my head around. Yep. So I'm just going to stop right there. Moving on. <laughs> Very cool though. Uh, the Salem Witch Trials, classic. Mm-hmm. Sporting yep. events mm-hmm. where you've got your painted faces and you're screaming and, you know, the fat guy's not wearing a shirt and jiggling around yep. and, like, the booing and people get in and fights. Some, and Yeah, sometimes riots afterwards oh, if they whether win they or win or lose. lose. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then naturally, naturally, genocide, mm-hmm. uh, the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is a particularly good example, the Rwandan genocide. Mm. The most, the most common weapon used against people during that genocide, it was just average everyday people going after the Tutsis, right, mm-hmm. or the Hutus, um, the with Tutsis. machetes. Yeah, machetes. Yeah. So the Hutus attack the Tutsis. Yeah. Mm. Ultra violent. Of course, you would never do this normally, but that there was propaganda involved. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole genocide was prompted by uh, an assassination, so everyone was very emotional mm-hmm. about things, and emotion is like a major component to mm-hmm. uh, groups turning violent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't it a wasn't it like a staged assassination too? Like the guy was killed, but it was done. It was like by a the Hutus. To blame on the Tutsis. Something crazy like that. Uh, it was something mm-hmm. like, I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the class, the uh, case of Kitty Genovese in 1964 in New York, mm-hmm. which was uh, a woman who was attacked. I think she was raped, but she ended up being murdered. But it was just out on the sidewalk where there were dozens of people in their apartments, it was a hot night, like, the windows were open. So many mm-hmm. people heard it happening, and fucking nobody did anything. Oh, God. So, this sort mm-hmm. of gets into the bystander effect, which that is. Yeah. So, basically, basically a mob mentality can can make one, it can compel someone to act horribly, yep. or compel someone to horrible inaction. Yep. Or, or nothing horrible at all. Um, so, yeah. my last example... Are those fucking Stella and Dot parties? Yes. Where no one can afford that. If you I don't can know afford, it's jewelry. Yeah, it's it's jewelry. horrifically overpriced, ju- like trendy jewelry. And it's but sold in the same style as like a Tupperware party or a Mary Kay or, you know, yeah. they so come like to your house. So like you go to someone's house yep. and you're in a room full of other women who are willing to drop $78 on a fucking necklace mm-hmm. that you can get from Target. Charming Charlie's. Yeah. Right. So That's there's weird. mob mentality because you're in the same room and you're all the same, like, kind of person. Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. So this, um, so conforming and being part of the majority actually activates the reward center in the brain. Mm-hmm. So a shared opinion, your body, your brain responds, like, as if you're getting a treat. 
okay. when you have a shared opinion as people around you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another kind of cool study that was done from Leeds University, they instructed volunteers... Where Amanda graduated from, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. right, yes. yes. <laughs> One of her many alma maters. <laughs> L.U. Go Dolphins! L.U. <laughs> Gotta be one of those, right? That's always Bulldogs? One. I don't know. One of those three for sure. For sure. Um, for sure. So the scientists <laughs> instructed volunteers to, they gave them very limited instructions. They just said, like, go walk around this hallway. Mm-hmm. And so people, like, aimlessly walked around, like, not sure what they were doing, if they were looking for something, where they were supposed to go. And then the scientists... There, so out of the dozens of people that were doing this, they gave, like, a couple of people more specific instructions, like, go to this door, go down this hallway, do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And the people, so everyone who was just aimlessly walking around ended up following those few people who looked like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to quantify this, they concluded that it only takes 5% of what the scientists called informed individuals to influence the directions of a crowd of around 200 people. Wow. That is terrifying. That is so, so scary. And a lot of the people, the the remaining 95%, didn't even notice that they were following the people who acted like they knew what they were doing. Cool. We're all because they assumed, drones. Because we're they assumed doomed. that they didn't have any instructions either, you know? It was just a right. natural... Mm-hmm. And the, and I mean, it was necessary for survival in lots of animal, like in species and for humans in general. Mm-hmm. Well, and imagine you, how you follow the strong ones. Imagine you how do creepy what the strong ones and like doing. borderline dangerous this these percentages are because then you know people in power or companies can use these tactics to like release x amount of information to x amount of people to influence a mm-hmm. much larger demographic Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. the remaining people who are clueless to their creepy game are just following blindly without knowing why or even that they're doing exactly brand ambassadors influencers trendsetters Mm -hmm. fucking Uh instagram people yeah they're the neck that turns the head Mm -hmm. it's creepy um so a couple just going further into the psychology of this there's the term um de-individuation, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is the loss of self-awareness that often comes when you are part of a group. Mm. So whether this results in violence depends on certain characteristics of the group, um, like size. If it's a large group, it's more likely to to get violent and mm-hmm. just snowball from there. Uh, physical anonymity, think of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. They're wearing hoods. Yep. They're capable yeah. of disturbing shit when there's like this weird level of confidence that Uh you know even from that yeah yeah. and even before when you said in that study some people were given like a tiny bit more information that instills Mm -hmm. a tiny bit of confidence as to what they're supposed to be doing in that scenario and then other people Mm -hmm. follow that lead exactly Mm -hmm. yeah they're attracted to that confidence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then they emulate it Mm -hmm. yeah um, and, and if there is an emotional provocation, like, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. you know, 
countless emotional provocations Mm -hmm. behind that movement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, not to say that it gets violent regularly, but, like, tensions are high in protests like that where there is, you know, like, they killed my brother, my sister, Mm -hmm. my son, you know. It's more likely to get violent. Any protest, tensions can get high. Like, I remember once when I was fucking 18 or 19, I was in Paris and bored and wanted to, like, skip a day of classes. And Mm -hmm. so I joined the anti-Olympics in Beijing protests. (laughs) Hashtag two years later, I lived in China. So (laughs) so I I showed them. They fucking love protests, though. (laughs) Love. I love protests. I'm... Sign me up. I'm Mm -hmm. there. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, and I remember, like, being sort of on board at the beginning, and then all of a sudden I was, like, in the throng, and then, like, some dickhead uh, cops shoved me, mm. and then I was, like, uh-uh. Indignant. Yeah. yeah, then I just went off and was, like, way more part of this crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the, it just whipped up this fervor. Right. Yeah. And that was about the fucking Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. Right. Yeah. Um, there's also this illusion of, it's called a diffusion of responsibility. So if you're, so Kenya, in your example, you're in a crowd, someone shoves you, you shove them back, but somewhere in your mind, you're like, well, I'm not responsible for this. It's mm-hmm. the group. Yep. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the leaders of the group. It's, you know, it's, it's just not me, you know, yeah. you're in a crowd. I, you are not responsible. Walking alone on the street, I would never shove a cop. No. no right. I don't have a death wish. Right. Right. But yeah, in a crowd, I felt, I felt able to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause you were anonymous. And, and it's why the cops felt able to shove me. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is another facet to this is decentralized decision making. Mm-hmm. So this is like in an organization such as uh, a company with a with with a board. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one person making decisions. It's a, it's an organization um, mm. where the decision making is distributed through a larger group. So like a mass peer review is one example. Um, voting is one example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that also has an effect on mob mentality, like the decision of the group mm-hmm. is separate from the wishes and decisions of any one individual. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, there are three psychological theories that address this type of behavior, meaning mob mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I liked this one, contagion theory, mm-hmm. which... Asserts that crowds exert a hypnotic influence over members that results in an emotionally charged, irrational behavior. So, like crowd frenzy, like Amanda's Walmart yeah. stampedes. Mm-hmm. So, it is just by virtue of being in a crowd. I think that, that the crowd itself is what drives people into this frenzy. I think it's so. I think that's clever. totally valid. Yeah, completely valid. And I think the name of it is so clever, like contagion theory, because it does. It's just. It starts with one, that patient zero, and then it just fucking spreads out of control. Mm -hmm. And people, like, can't help themselves. They're infected with this fucking crazy mindset. They're like zombies. And probably the larger the crowd, the faster it spreads, I would imagine. Just Uh because of the energy being at an all-time high, Mm -hmm. for sure. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crowd size for sure has an impact on, and especially whether the whether the crowd gets violent or you know riotous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I found I read this quote, just this one quote, uh, as I was studying my case, and it said, "One dog may bark at you, but a pack of dogs will attack you." Yep. Yeah. One dog will rarely attack mm-hmm. unless right. there's something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or it's protecting someone or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's the packs you have to be careful sure. for. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another theory is sort of the opposite. It's called convergence theory. And this argues that the crowd mentality uh, stems from it just being a group of like-minded individuals who came together. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not the fact that it is a crowd. It's a fact that it's a crowd of people who have the same motivations and the same goals. Okay. Like, like a Trump getting rally. getting that flat screen TV. Mm-hmm. Or like Kenyon said, a Trump rally. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So if it gets violent, it's because the participants who came together, that, that came together, they had the intentions to make it violent. Right. So okay. crowd behavior is not an emergent property of the crowd itself. Mm-hmm. It's the people in the crowd. It's inherent, mm-hmm. not... Yeah, not a... Re- whatever not the opposite of that is. Yeah. Emergent. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this last theory is called the emergent norm theory, which is a combination of the two theories. So mm-hmm. it says that like-minded individuals combined with anonymity and shared emotions lead to crowd behavior. Mm-hmm. So there are, vi- there are different schools of thought when it comes to crowds turning violent mm-hmm. or just having like a shared behavior pattern. Yeah, and it's nuanced. I think it's pretty case by case. Here. Yeah. There are a lot of similarities, yeah. and like you said, it's totally case by case. You're not going to know what spurred, you know, what mob. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to predict. Uh, people, I mean, like, a shared set of, a shared mentality, like, there can be a lot of links. Like, if it's a political rally, you yep. can agree on ten issue items, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know... If it's a sports event, right. you only agree on one just thing, but win. it could be enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And shit. then, conversely, if it's a Black Lives Matter rally and your brother was killed by the police, that's a completely different set of rules than, well, not rules necessarily, but like emotions than the person next to you might have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I mean, even if you have a shared set of beliefs or values you could have an emotional attachment and different degrees to those Mm -hmm. things oh yeah right like everyone's different um speaking of mobs did you guys see the video of the guy who brought a bunch of pepsis to those berkeley riots and he's like trying to hand them out to people fucking pepsi commercial i love that somebody finally like really made fun of went to an actual you should watch it's like a 10 minute video i was laughing the whole time it's so funny I only I only saw like the the like a screenshot of it. I haven't watched the video. I have to watch the whole thing. Well, there's people like he's in it. Like there's people with tear gas and punching each other and just you know Mm -hmm. just fucking people up all around him. And he's like, "Hey guys, you want a Pepsi?" (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just chill. I got a cold one. He he gets 
no cops take the Pepsis because he's obviously trying to give them to the right, cops. Right, Yeah. And all the of cops course. are like, I don't drink that shit. <laughs> and he's like, well, I do because I don't need to be fit for a career. So Never well, trust a Pepsi it. person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not ever. Some people kept saying, I only drink Coke. Yeah. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that would be that's me. I'd be me. like, oh, come back when you have a Diet Coke. <laughs> Coke, Coke, Coke remakes the ad frame for frame and everybody praises them. <laughs> like, so yes. powerful. They use Kylie instead of Kendall. <laughs> That's really where it went wrong. They used the wrong gender. It really was. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, we need to do that. Okay. Um, so some symptoms or signs of mob mentality. So now that we're all aware that mob mentality exists, mm-hmm. then time to put these, the set of factors maybe in motion and see if you are in fact a victim of mob mentality. I already know I 100%. am. hundred <laughs> percent. We all are. Spoiler, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a collective rationalization. So it's when you say it's okay because everyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. which is probably what a lot of Nazis thought. Um, Mm -hmm. An us-versus-them mentality. So anyone against you is weak, evil, stupid, etc. They don't belong. Mm -hmm. Fucking Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, my God. I'm thinking of all of the, like, six people that were cranky at us at all the, like, anti-Trump rallies I attended and, you know, when he did his fucking immigration ban, we all, like, took the, to the street. And there was always, like, that mm-hmm. one cranky white guy who's like, I'm just trying to go home from work. And we're like, oh, we're so sorry you're inconvenienced, you fucking asshole. But that's kind of the point. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. rationalizing. That's precisely the point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a belief in the righteousness of your cause. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. oh, God wants us to do it. God tells us it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Or not even God, just, just morality. Yeah, right. not God, but you, you're yeah. just your righteousness. I'm marching for the rights of immigrants. Like, I can feel pretty yeah. morally on my high horse about that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. being on the right side of history, exactly. I think, is the mm-hmm. non-God version of that, mm-hmm. yeah. And since Amanda was wearing a balaclava, anonymity. <laughs> I was, but I think there's anonymity in crowds, even if you're not like shrouded. It's so oh, totally. hard to yes. be identified. You don't really have to disguise yourself. You can really just get lost in a crowd and not be identified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing about the anonymity that I was going to bring up, um, like 4chan and all those mm-hmm. awful Reddit threads and basically just internet trolls. They're completely anonymous, and they're totally in a crowd, and all they're looking to do is just offend someone. Mm -hmm. I definitely trolled some some Second Amendment Ah. nutters, like, back in college. I remember that really distinctly. It's so fun. And Zach was like, what are you doing? (laughs) But you'd never do it to their face, because you were anonymous. Mm -hmm. You were safe behind a screen. I probably would, I'm a huge bitch. But yeah, they were strangers. (laughs) You're not a bitch. You were headstrong and opinionated. I was voted most too. argumentative in high school. I was voted that funniest, and Lucy just never made any kind of list. <laughs> we were a class of 600 people. Most I wasn't trying to make really a list. Stand out. Good. <laughs> Jesus. I just wanted to fit in. I, wanted, I was activating my reward centers for four years. <laughs> Although 
I never got Tommy Hilfiger anything, no. and I'm still a little bitter about it. Well, I don't. <laughs> oh my god! In middle school, I wanted a elephant pants like those denim yeah wide leg pants with flames on the side i desperately like wanted them and i begged my godmother to buy them for me for my first day of school she's like and no she flat out refused she she was like i will buy you, you literally anything else so aren't you suicide. glad she did though because <laughs> oh. that would have been hysterical god would have been you. laughed out of mmw <laughs> yeah i also wanted bleach blonde dreadlocks and that didn't happen yeah either. you wanted that for way too long that stuck around. <laughs> you wanted, if you love bleach you, blonde de- uh, dreadlocks you have to go see fate of the furious Charlize oh Theron's God, hair no. in that movie is everything you wanted in high school times a thousand. I thought the second she entered, this, the first time she appeared on screen, I was like, oh my God, Kenny has to see this. I remember that going through my mind when I watched it in the theater. It was all stemming from like early Angelina Jolie movies, I'm yeah, pretty sure. God, I was it was like, yeah. like back in your dispatch days. Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's cool. It's fine. Anyway. It's fine. Sponsor us, We're but over go see Fate it, of the Furious. Of. Go see Fate of the Furious. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I will go again in theaters. I have seen almost every Fast and Furious movie in theaters at least once. Like, often twice. That's intense. The last movie I saw in theaters was the Triple X remake, <laughs> so I need a buffer in between. I need like some art house film in between, and, and then I can Vin go see Fate and the Furious. No, you both need a Vin Diesel intervention. No, we don't. I love him. Dominic Toretto. <laughs> he does it for his family. I, I can never <laughs> argue with that. He can do no wrong. <laughs> anyway, where were we? <laughs> Lack of <And> guilt. Ninety nine. <laughs> I did it for my family. <laughs> Lack of guilt. What Lack is, of guilt. Lack what of does guilt. that super fat guy in Triple X say? <laughs> Baby, go relax. Go relax. <laughs> yes. Go relax. I, I, I say that daily. It. Yeah. I say Baby. roll me as if I'm too obese to roll myself. As All if. Right. What am I saying? Okay. We've gotten way off track. Okay. Okay. Strength in numbers. They can't arrest us all. Mm-hmm. Is what Kenyon was saying in Paris. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Turkey. In yeah. which they can and will Unless, arrest us all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, lack of guilt. The responsibility is on the leaders. We kind of touched on that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have no self-censorship, so if you're swearing, yelling, you know, painting your nipples Who, behavior me? that you wouldn't normally do Wait. if you weren't at Burning Man <laughs> or at a NFL football game. I always paint my Got nipples. <laughs> I'm painting my nipples right now. <laughs> JK. Okay. Multitasking. <laughs> um, also, my nipples match my chair. <laughs> They're blue. <laughs> Chafing dried paint onto your nipples doesn't count. <laughs> uh, dire circumstances, for example, looting after Hurricane Katrina or so like the LA up. riots. Oh fuck like, yeah! But they weren't just arises, and if you need people's it, homes were getting looted. Yeah, like, but it's still all behavior the they wouldn't otherwise be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
And then uh, people who display antisocial behavior and lack close family bonds yeah. are more likely to join like gangs, mm-hmm. like more of a violent group. Mm-hmm. They gotta and create then, their own family. Jesus. <laughs> Dominic Toretto. Uh, Everything links back to Fast and the Furious. Everything in the world. It's amazing, you guys. It's amazing. I thought it was Harry Potter. Both. <laughs> both. Okay. They both have eight movies. Yeah, they do. Oh, my God. She's on to something here. All right. So the last little bit that I have is mob mentality as a criminal defense. Mm-hmm. So, traditionally, criminal law has treated crimes committed by groups or in a group as more blameworthy rather than less blameworthy because it's technically committing, in certain jurisdictions, two crimes, which would be the crime itself and conspiracy to commit the crime. Okay, that makes sense Which is what they can nail you with. Yeah, they can nail that with you if you're with, like, one or more other people when the crime was committed. Um, also, an added danger uh, for a crime committed in a group, you could be uh, prosecuted for rioting, yep. which is different mm-hmm. from conspiracy. It's literally a violent group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of the people in Ferguson were being, tr- they were trying to charge them with rioting. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I understand the charge in some ways, but like. The charge in general, not the charge in that scenario. But I feel like, mm-hmm. and it, we're seeing this in Minneapolis as well with criminalizing, or the attempt to criminalize protests, where, mm-hmm. you know, governments are putting these systems in place to keep citizens from their fundamental fucking First Amendment right to go out in the street and sort of make a ruckus mm-hmm. when shit is oppressive and not going right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that really strikes a chord with me that always makes me so upset when it's like, well, <laughs> we don't want mm-hmm. you to act out even though we are oppressing you and, like, fucking up your life, yeah. so we're going to put you in jail for rioting. Sorry, bye. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, off. Or, like, exactly. no public, no public ga- no. gatherings of, like, three or more people right? without a permit. Like, bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I can't go to the mall without three or more people. Who will help me decide yeah. <laughs> that I should not go into Forever 21? I need those so other four people. Not buy elephant pants with flames right? on the side. <laughs> Every up. time Amanda's gone to a triple X movie, she's been rioting technically. Pretty much. Yep. A lot of people Pretty like much. Fast and the Furious or Triple X. Are we rioting right now, even though it's We're over not the same room? So We're I don't riot think girls. So. Mm. Oh, right. But okay. hashtag riot girls. Hashtag fucking patriarchy. Um, so in recent years it has become more common to frame incidents like crimes that occur while you're in a group Mm -hmm. um, as less blameworthy if there's a large group involved so juries or judges I suppose are more likely now to to say oh well they got caught up with the actions of the crowd and they should be held less accountable or not accountable at all. Okay. So there have been certain circumstances in, you know, the last, I don't know, 30 years or so where you are actually less blameworthy if a crime is is committed in a crowd. If you're white. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's definitely not. If If you're black and just a bystander, then. Right. 
Right. <laughs> Forget about it. No, but right. um, is that because we understand the psychology more? I think so, yeah. I think okay. a psychologist is more likely to come, you know, testify about the about everything we've been talking about so far. Sure. Mm. Um and again, this is not this obviously doesn't happen in every circumstance, but it's just there's more and more cases where that where the mob mentality is actually a defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. And speaking of actually def- Oh, go ahead. Gener- the Generation Y podcast just did an amazing episode about um these murders in like this remote part of Canada, I think in the 1950s, mm-hmm. where it was a little bit culty, but like a guy like whipped up this local Inuit tribe into killing people that they thought were the devil. Mm. And oh, then, God. and then after like three days, somebody from the outside like choppered in and every and like asked people what the fuck was going on, and they were like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh my God. It's what we were doing. We were killing people. Now. <laughs> it's just what out. we're doing. We're killing people now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is amazing." <laughs> What you just fucking said. It's a really good episode. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. And now we're killing people. Okay, so speaking of using mob mentality as a defense, uh, Scott Peterson's lawyers are claiming mob mentality... How? As a defense... As a defense of the defense. Oh, fuck you. So he he was found guilty (laughs) and sentenced to death um, for the death of Lacey Peterson and their unborn son... Mm-hmm. Um, so the lawyers are calling for an appeal saying that the jury acted out of mob mentality. It's, Juries have to fucking yeah. vote unanimously, you fucker. That's insane. That's you fucking moron. What's the point of the system if you're going to appeal on those grounds? Like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. I, I mean, I, if if a lawyer could, could win a defense, you know, if no. they could win a case based on mob mentality, I suppose no. logic would follow that you could file an appeal based on the same thing. I hate it. I don't know if it'll get heard that at all, no but... That makes no sense. That's literally the point of, of a, a jury. jury is that it's a group of people secluded Unbiased. and isolated yeah. and this mob will come to well, a unanimous decision. I am not this. at all defending this. Defense of a defense, but <laughs> what, by the time this shit went to trial, everybody knew about it. Everybody. It's just... So it wasn't just a group of, you know, what, 13 people isolated in a room. Uh, they had been well, brought yeah. there years after the event took place. Oh, okay. Well, then that's a different thing. If he's... Arg- I mean, that's a more standard, like, defense tactic of Tainted being, like, the jury. jury right? The jury was yeah, prejudiced. But, yeah, that's, that's a different that's thing. That's different. That, yeah. There have been so many appeals based on, especially, like, media affecting people's ideas. Yeah. Or the jury's, mm-hmm. you know... But, yeah. like, uh, I, however you framed that felt wrong. I blame you. Yeah, if it's just if it's just the lawyer being like the jury was doing group think. The jury like, is a chat, mob, bruh. <laughs> That's I mean, it's it all does. it all ties together, I suppose, because I also read arguments that the media is a mob in itself, yeah. and they it are totally telling is. the rest of us how to think. Well, don't ask Donald Trump. Hundred percent true. <laughs> Take it away, Kenyon. Shall we? Shall we get into our first case? Let's do okay. it. Yes, I'm, I am already so, drunk. I have two really short cases, or pretty short cases this week. So, first takes place in a small town in Bihar State in eastern India called Damaragert. Help 
us, Nandy. Oh, help say, us. I wish Dr. Nandy was here to pronounce that properly. We miss Nandy. Paging Dr. Nandy. How Dr. Do you Nandy, say we town? need you. <laughs> um, okay, and as with all my cases, I'd like to begin with some statistics about India's vast railways network. Oh my God. <laughs> Why? How is this relevant? Okay, I'm going with it. Fuck it, we'll do it live. So, fuck it. <laughs> so, I know you've heard this all before, but the Indian Railways Network <laughs> transported 8.1 billion passengers annually in 2015, and that works out to 22 million passengers a day. Okay. okay. I mean, we've heard this all before, so <laughs> every time I'm just so bored. <laughs> this is going to be our offshoot podcast where we talk to you about different railway systems around the world. So we have, we've already covered the Orient Express. It's called we Wine will- and Trains. <laughs> wine on Trains. Starring Kenyon. (laughs) (laughs) Me and just Wikipedia. Okay. One more fun fact, and then I'm going to ask you guys to look at photos on the drive. Okay, okay. Okay. So, 8.1 billion passengers annually. (laughs) Roughly 40 people die a day. What? In train accidents in India. And honestly, that seems low because the trains are fucking cray. So, look at photos on... a day? 40 people a day die in train accidents in India, and that seems low. Now, please go to the drive, and these photos will be on the blog. No, I'm scared. And look at... The photos, the ones that aren't, like, labeled anything. Listeners, anytime Kenyon says, please go to the drive, and you should keep this in mind for our live show, because you won't have a choice. We'll just be showing it to you. Oh, God. It's never good. And this is one of those situations (laughs) where it's real bad. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, my God. How are they? I I can't. Yes. Uh, The train uh, covered in people. Yep. So (laughs) that is literally what the trains look like. I have witnessed it firsthand. I think I see you on this train. Yeah, is that Kenyan? (laughs) Clutching the caboose. I'm in red. It's my color. I'm in Uh, red. You're also the only white person for miles. This is insane. Literally, this is what the trains look like. They're all so happy about it, though. No, it's, it's just for the photo. <laughs> oh, okay. It's fucking insane. People are on the roof. People are clinging with one hand to the outside of the train. It's insane, oh the overcrowding. 40 God. people Look on average corpses. die a day on this. All right. So Hold these people fell off the top of the no. train? No, we're going to get to the corpses. Oh Don't talk God. about the corpses yet. Sorry. Got the corpses. Got right. the corpses. I can't help what it. What about the fire? Okay. Can I talk about the fire yet? So. <laughs> God no. damn it. All right. Okay, so okay, we're okay. just looking at the overcrowding. Okay. Oh, okay. And how and how old the trains are. So did you just see like how fucking ancient these trains yeah, are? Yeah, but you could barely yeah. see the train through the people. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like original... Steam engines. Yeah. Well, sure. 
But yeah. They're real. I mean, yeah, some Whatever. of them basically are. Some of them are like fucking 19th century hunks of metal. Some of them were built in like the 1950s and then just like never fixed since then. Holy shit. I have a question about all these people clinging to the outside of the train. Did they all buy tickets? Or are they just... Probably not. (laughs) Well, I'm just wondering how this fucking happens. I think the fact that they're not buying tickets is kind of how this happens. Yeah. Yes. So many people on <laughs> Some of them probably did buy tickets mm. is the thing, but a lot of them probably didn't. They're, if they're, you have to pay like, to hang off of the side of a train, like, no. There's a lot of people in India. There are a lot of, I mean, yeah, the, basically it gets so hectic. So when I was briefly there, like, you can pay a higher price, and it's still dirt cheap, but you can pay a higher price to be in... Inside? One of the... One of the... Come <laughs> guys. In, in the, the train. train? Yeah. Rather than on the train? It's six extra rupees to be in the train. Yeah, but you can pay, like, slightly more to be in one of the coaches that uh, there's actually someone that will kick you out if you don't have the proper ticket and then they're not as crowded. But then there are other coaches where they're, like, ultra cheap and then it's, like, they cram as many fucking people in there as they possibly can. And then if Mm -hmm. you don't want to wait for the next train, then you just hang on the side. Uh, Or the top. Or the top. uh, Yeah. I can't. Or the back. Or the front. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much anywhere but underneath people are this hanging. This is Ludacris, yeah. who also starred in the most recent Fate of the Furious Fast Luda. and Furious movie. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so I just wanted you guys to get a sense of what the trains in India are like, and then I'll launch into this Sure, story. sure, sure. Okay, so this particular case happened on August 19th, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. crowds of Hindu pilgrims were walking alongside the train tracks, uh, after leaving a nearby, uh, temple where they'd been attending the last morning prayer session of a month long period of like special prayer ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they just had this like month long sort of immersive religious experience. And this is the very last day of it. And they've just left the temple, and they're walking along the train tracks near this train station. Okay? Uh Crowds of people. I know where the corpses came from. (laughs) Oh, no. Dot, 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 corpses. Um, Jesus. Time passes, and then corpses. Oh, my God. Cut to corpses. Um, (laughs) Meanwhile. (laughs) In Corpseville. Um... (laughs) That's not funny. This is getting bad <laughs> real quick. <laughs> okay. So okay. It's also morning rush hour, so the train station is, is packed to the gills, and it's like a middle-of-nowhere town, so the train station is very, like, old and decrepit as is. I, I have mm-hmm. never stressed going to the blog more because... <laughs> I think when you say that the trains are packed or that the stations are tra- are packed, people, uh, there's no you way you understand. know until you look at one of these photos. Yeah. You so, like, can't. I know our blog is ridiculous and, like, four people look at it, but please <laughs> look at the fucking blog for at least some scope of what we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, it's This insane. just looks like a 
like you can hardly see the train. You I can see like two see spots it. of metal mm-hmm. through like what appears to be maybe like a twenty car train. It is mm-hmm. coated with people. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I, I just had to stress that. Yeah, it's very chaotic and insane. So. An oncoming express train, which had been given the green light by operators to pass through the station without stopping. So it's an express. It's not stopping at this small station. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes speeding in. But remember, it's not suppo- It's not meant to be stopping. It's meant to just be going through on the express track. Right. It's going about 80 kilometers per hour or 50 miles per hour. Okay? Oh, Jesus. God. Okay. It's not slowing down because it's not supposed to be stopping. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, some of the pilgrims in a group decide that they can stop the train by standing in the middle of the track. What? Why? Because they want to get on the fucking train that badly? So it what is, the fuck? So it is unclear. There are two theories. It's unclear whether they simply wanted to board the train and thought that the train would have to stop for them if they were all That's standing there. That's not how trains work. <laughs> I know. That is... I mean, or, like, like I, physics. I, yep. Okay. Yep. Trying to, st- trying to stay on board here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Freaking board. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Bad pun. Stop it. Didn't mean it. <laughs> we're getting off track. <laughs> We're so derailing here. <laughs> oh my That's god! So You're bad. losing your train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to hell. This might be our least sensitive episode to date. I'm fine with it. Oh my god! Okay, don't dangle a train pun in front of us. Though. Seriously, <laughs> it's gonna. We're gonna take it. Okay, we're I blame them it. for making the puns so easy. <laughs> okay, I blame them. so the other theory, which I like better because it's a little more sensational, is that it was like a religious thing because they were all juiced up after morning prayers and this month long religious <laughs> experience. Juiced. Up. <laughs> And so they thought they were swole with prayer. Yeah, yes. And they thought that they had a spiritual power to literally stop the train in its tracks. Not a good. No, not good. The result was the same. Yeah. So I guess it doesn't really fucking happen. Yeah. Either way, it didn't work out for them. <laughs> That's so bad. Okay. Oh, God. So, you might think that that is why I chose this, because mob mentality of the mob standing on the tracks. But actually, there's a whole second phase to this story that relates to mob mentality. Oh, my God. This is awesome. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. So, the train <laughs> could not... I am bumped. <laughs> the train could not stop in time, and the crowd of people standing on the tracks was fucking mowed down by this train going 50 miles an hour. 30... How many people-ish? 37 people were killed, and another 40 were severely injured. Good Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The train... Conductor obviously was trying to stop, but couldn't in time, and so the train actually came to a screeching halt a few hundred yards after the spot of collision. Okay, which is kind of amazing that that train even stopped within that length of time. Well, he was—I mean, he was trying to stop, but it takes a long time to get a a thing moving that Uh, quickly. 
to stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that heavy and that long. Yeah. yeah. Physics. Yeah. That's about all I know from physics, but yes. Here's a question, uh, though. Mm-hmm. If there were people clinging to the outside of this train, were they also killed and injured so actually, from the impact? I don't know how crowded that train was mm-hmm. at the time of collision. I just know what trains looked like when I was there Typically. in person. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm sure it depends on, like, the place, if it's, like, in the countryside or not. But it said it was morning rush hour, so I got to imagine that train was packed. Yeah. Um, okay, so the train comes to a halt a few hundred yards from the point of collision. Instantaneously, a surrounding mob of enraged onlookers breaks their no. way oh into what, I don't know, wherever the conductor is, the engine room, whatever it's called. Yeah, oh, no. Front. The conductor's up front. Yeah, wherever the conductor so like- is. Holy shit. Breaks in. Like a control room at the be- at the very front of the train. Mm-hmm. Drags the train conductor and his assistant off the train and then no. proceeds to beat the conductor to death. Oh. Why? It's not his fault. Yeah. Because they were just whipped up into a frenzy. They were a mob. They were and pissed. He, they had just seen all these people die. Right. And, and he they was the one driving him. the train that hit all these people. Mm-hmm. So they made him a scapegoat. They fucking killed him. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So they also, other people in the mob simultaneously set fire to the passenger coaches, which were still no. filled with passengers. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So those they were late to fuck? work. Kenyon, you find the most fucked up shit. <laughs> Mine are always like Walmart mob, and you're like, well, Joseph Mangala and also this train. Do you one better? <laughs> well, so the reason I thought of this was because when I was in India, like the first day I was there, I was like in a taxi and we drove past this like minor car accident and the taxi, you know, it was like a fender bender. And the t- my taxi driver was, like, really freaked out and, like, got out of there as quickly as he could. And I asked him about it. And he was like, oh, well, usually after a car accident, like, onlookers will kill whoever they, th- whichever driver they thought was at fault. What? Yeah. That was this is a regular thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I feel like a lot of stories like this come out of India, and I don't get why. India is a wonderful place, and I would totally live there again, and I really love it. Mm-hmm. But there are just a lot of people. Well, and that's that's the danger in a lot of these situations. There are so many people, mm-hmm. and so yeah. these like insane reactionary situations can happen, and it can escalate. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and you know, a Monday afternoon in the fucking market, you've got a hundred thousand people in the same area trying to share mm-hmm. space. One person gets set off, and it's you're dealing with a mob. Yep. Like it, the 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 line is so fine. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. <sighs> okay, so th- okay, back to the case. It's almost done. They they beat the conductor to death. One report said that he was he survived and was in critical condition, but a lot of other reports said that he died. So I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the rest of the train was set on fire, but I don't think any passengers on the rest of the train were killed. I think they all were able to like flee before the train burst into flames. 
Thank God. Uh, angry mobs also smashed the windows of other trains that were just in the vicinity. So just, just nearby. Just nearby. Just parked or waiting or wherever. They just Nothing started. to do with this. Yeah. Just nearby. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. So then local officials were alerted, probably because there were like plumes of fucking smoke. In the air. Yeah, really. And they sent firefighters to the scene, but when the firefighters arrived, the crowd of now 5,000 people holy at the train station, which is literally twice the size of my hometown, um, uh, were completely out of control, and the handful of police that were already, like, like, had been already at the train station had fled... And uh, yeah, I would yep. too. Yeah, and so get the fuck out of there. The five thousand. Take a cab. <laughs> Uber. Get back on the Fucking train. Uber. Let's go. I don't Uber. even care. Yeah, lift. God damn it. Uh, yeah, so the firefighters couldn't even get there at first, and then um, when they tried to like break through the crowd and to remove the dead bodies and like help the injured, um, they were chased yep. away by the mob. What the fuck? Jesus. And another rescue train couldn't come to assist because more spontaneous protests broke out along the track, like along the rail line at like the next station. Like somehow word spread. And then there were just more protests along that train line. Which is crazy. I don't even like. I guess it's 2013, so I guess some people had cell phones, but like it's rural India. Not that many people did. In one of these photos of the corpses, there's several people taking photos of the bodies on the ground. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it was just from cell phones, yeah. So then the the prime minister, so the Indian prime minister of the country of one billion people, um, had to issue a statement appealing for calm in the area so that emergency workers could come and rescue operations could be carried out. I wonder how well that went over. Yeah. And eventually, local villagers and members of the mob created, like, makeshift stretchers from, like, pieces of debris and garbage. And they God. and they carried the injured and the dead out themselves. Ugh. This is... Well, can you imagine if you were one of the people who was mortally wounded mm-hmm. in this horrifyingly violent train crash? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't even get the help that you needed for hours because people were just being fucking nuts everywhere around you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Probably some people might have survived that ended up dying because they couldn't get any sort of help in time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. And the driver definitely died for no reason. I mean, it was not his fault. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the Indian Railways Ministry later announced compensation of almost $8,000 to the families of the victims and $1,500 to each of those injured, which is better than it sounds because, like, the median income in India is, like, $600. Right. But that's still so little money. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's the... That's about the cost of a new computer that we need for oh everyone. So. That's the <laughs> most <laughs> great segue. Craven plug I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Oh my god. I'm, I'm just... I'm just noticing out loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a personal observation. Just making an observation. I don't know what you're talking about. Disgusting. Oh, my God. Okay, Uh, Okay, I have one more super short case. Are we ready? Doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... It's sort of along a similar vein in that it involves both mob mentality and trains. Oh, my God. I almost choked on wine. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, so this actually happened earlier this week as of this recording. So it happened on April 24th, 2017. Capital. Current event. And Mm -hmm. it was in Oakland, California, which is across, I don't know, the bay, some body of water from San Francisco. The farthest west I've ever been is Montana, so I have no clue. (laughs) I don't, yeah, I don't go to the west coast. I don't know. Um, It it is. It's the bay. It's the bay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So also I found this article in the Daily Mail, which, yes, is... The best. The best slash worst. Um, Okay, so... Dozens of teenagers, they estimate around 60 teenagers, swarmed a BART commuter train and robbed passengers in an apparently orchestrated heist. Ooh. Oh my god! And so the cool. t- <laughs> 60! So the teens jumped the fare tills, you know, those twirly thingies, yep. and they yep, yep, yep. ran at full speed into one of the uh, train cars and. Mm. Um, they stole people's wallets and purses and phones from like at least oh, wow. seven passengers before taking off into the night. So they like mugged them. Yeah, they basically mugged eh. like huge group mugged this train car. But they weren't like that's effective though. Probably they were they were pickpocketing more than anything. It sounds like, or were they like holding them up in I, a way? I, they like empty like, shit. Give me your shit. Yeah, we gotta go. It was basically because wouldn't that be more of a mugging? And otherwise, it's a pickpocketing. It, I don't think they were pickpocketing. They were going in there with f- the force of a group. Yeah, they and, weren't being secretive about yeah. it. Oh, fair they enough. They were like, it is give me your mentality. shit. Yeah, and, I'm yeah. drunk. I forgot what we were talking about. And, <laughs> and a couple people were punched in the face because they said some people had facial injuries. So they were just like, cool. give me your shit. Here's the thing, though. They robbed seven people. There are mm-hmm. 60 of them robbing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that what the fuck? Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, the profit margin on that is real low. It's bad. So, like, so here's they made, like, $8 a piece, probably. <laughs> Not even. Max. That's aiming high. Yeah, so I tried to do the math, and I did it ahead of time because I'm so bad at math. But, like, <laughs> if <laughs> I normally carry, like, $20 max on me because I'm fucking oh, I poor. I never have cash. Yeah. I never have cash. Mm, so, not anymore. Imagine if those seven people each had 20 bucks in cash on them, which they probably didn't even. Then no. each, That's $140. Yeah. There are 60 robbers, which means each yeah. robber would make $2.33. <laughs> 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 
sucker. Yes. So I think, I honestly think it was, I mean, it wasn't for the money. I think people, probably like a small group of them got this idea and then they told their friends and then it became yeah. like this thing that they all did for fun, hey, basically. This is well, still then, something I can like appreciate more than a fucking flash mob of dancing assholes. So like, <laughs> rob me. Just don't don't dance near me or don't make me an innocent bystander like part of your proposal video. Yeah. Like, get away. <laughs> Take my phone and fucking leave. I'm done with you. I You're, am 100% on board with that. These people are far less of an inconvenience than any of that has ever been for I anyone. I would rather be punched in the face and mugged for $20. Same. <laughs> than be in your goddamn same. proposal video at Home Depot, even though it was lovely. Thank you. Hashtag proposed, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, this this fits in pretty well with our psychology notes from before because, I mean, I apparently the, their end goal wasn't to make money. It was right. just because a group of people were doing this thing and they knew they could get away with it and it was yeah. anonymous. And yeah. They weren't in it for the spoils. They were They <laughs> were in it for their reward centers, yeah. not for their $2. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take that 233 though. Yeah. I'd take it. Fuck yeah. For sure. All right, those those are my <laughs> cases. Amanda, what you what you got? I got. So, I wanted to focus on Black Friday mobs. Oh. And I found the most amazing website and by most amazing website, I mean absolute worst website in the history of websites <laughs> other than maybe the Heaven's like Gate. Heaven's Gate website. <laughs> this website has very similar production value. Oh my god. It's called blackfridaydeathcount.com. <laughs> Deathcount. Um, yeah, it's basically a list. It's a website that holds a list of links to like people who in Black Friday shopping scenarios have been killed. It's a lot of shootings which I did not include. I Just think we that. should add a death count ticker to the one in crime podcast.com. Uh, it's of been like, it's been this many days since our last wine and crime related death. <laughs> yes, I like it. Hopefully that will stay at you know consistently counting. I don't want anyone to kill anyone as a result of wine and crime. But according to BlackFridayDeathCount.com, since 2006 there have been 10 deaths and 105 injuries related to Black Friday shopping. Oh my god! From what 2006? 10. 2006. Oh, so, so, again, a lot of those were years. shootings, and I chose two, like, tramp trampling situations. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up, you guys. It's so fucked up. So, the oh first one we're going to go with is Worker Dies at Long Island Walmart on Black Friday. Perfect. So fucking They're sad. They're already so working at, like, one in the morning. I know, oh it's God. awful. So, a a Black Friday stampede plunges through <laughs> the doors of the Valley Stream outlet. Complete <laughs> chaos, knocking employees to the ground, sending other people scurrying over vending machines to, like, avoid the horde. So, just picture that. Oh, my it God. It really is a horde. I'm picturing scenes from The Walking Dead. It yeah, is a... I- Horde. You, you can't. You, I have some. I have like two pictures on the blog. 
but you Ugh. can't see the floor, you can't see the shelves, like it's just an ocean of people. Oh my god. And when Those the workers madness, should be getting hardship pay. I mean, well, this one didn't even survive to get that pay because oh my 34 god. year old Okay, I'm going to butcher this. Mm. Here we go. Jimmy Damore. Wow. <laughs> I'd say that was spot on. I feel yeah. okay with how that went. Mm. Um, <laughs> he this this poor guy was killed uh, by trampling, and four shoppers, including a woman who was eight months pregnant, were also injured. Why <gasps> would you be yeah. there? I mean, why? why would you be there? But also, like, what the fuck? Why would you expect fatal stampedes at a fucking Walmart? Yeah, it's, it's... She I had every it. right to be there. I'm on I both sides it. of that coin. I'm on both sides of that coin. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this poor bastard was bum-rushed by 200 people, said oh Walmart worker Jimmy Overby. They took the doors off the hinges... So the doors what? came off of the of the hinges. Uh, this, like this so, this guy, happened before they were officially open. No, it was like, like they, as they were opening the doors, these people oh, were climbing over oh each other and prying God. the doors open. He was trampled and killed in front of this poor guy, Jim. Oh um, they took they took Jim down too. Uh, he said, "I didn't know if I was going to live through it. I literally had to fight people off my back." Oh my god. Um, what an atrocious way to die. Oh my god, I, I I can't. So let's get further into it because why the fuck? <laughs> oh um, I'm a little bit picturing the scene from The Lion King. It's not far off. That is replace yeah. the the fucking stampede of wildebeest with, with people yeah. trying to get flat screens and you're in the right mindset. Oh my god. So um, gross. Damore, a temporary maintenance worker from Jamaica, Queens. So like this motherfucker wasn't even really supposed to be on the floor. They probably mm. were just like, ah. we need all hands on deck. We need people doing crowd control. Will yeah. you please work front of house? Fucking and he was like holding the doors right. closed. And he's like, obviously I'm going to take the paycheck so he agrees to this oh no Um, he's gasping for air as shoppers continue to surge into the store after its 5 a.m opening officers who arrived to perform cpr on the trampled worker were stepped on by (gasps) wild-eyed shoppers streaming inside so they continued to file in yeah. Oh my god! EMTs and police are being stepped on while they're trying to administer CPR to this man. In to a get Walmart. a fucking discount on a TV yep. or an Xbox or whatever. It's, it's not, not like even it's... a free TV. Oh, oh. It's, oh. Even, it's a discount. <laughs> it it's gets a, worse. You're what would selling you do for it a fucking closer to bar? wholesale value. Uh-huh. That's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. Bed Bath and Beyond is like, no more coupons. No way. No, no more coupons. So, no, they're, miti- they're mitigating these stampedes with their coupons. Yeah. Eh. I don't think coupons have this kind of a draw. Uh, Well, if you could buy a Dyson with a 20% off coupon, which you're not supposed to do according to the fine print, but I totally got away with that. I would trample you for that. I would. Yeah. Totally try that coupon with a Dyson. You'll probably get away with it. Good find. Good find. Please endorse us, Bed Bath & Beyond. I have a hard (laughs) work. Anyway. Find the most deer in the headlights cashier and try to pull that one over. (laughs) Don't, Don't kill anyone. 
Um, <laughs> roughly, roughly 2,000 people were gathered outside the Walmart's doors in, like, the pre-dawn darkness, chanting, push the doors in. No, no. What? Yeah. Oh, no. The crowd pressed against the glass as the clock ticked down to the 5 a.m. opening. I fucking this hate humans. Sick. I hate everyone. Oh, it gets I worse. Hate it, it, it gets oh so much God. worse, you guys. Just How? buckle up. Uh, don't worry about it. You're it oh just, my I, God. It's just, as I read over this, I'm like, oh right, that sucked too. Um, <laughs> sensing oh sensing catastrophe, nervous employees inside formed a human chain inside the entrance to slow down the mass of shoppers. Oh no, nope. I'd it, be in the bathroom with it the doors locked. It did I'd be not the work. Fuck out of there. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, and no. like the human chain who stopped that train in India. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were jumping over the barricades and breaking down the door, said Pat Alexander of Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Um, everyone was screaming. You just had to keep walking on your toes to keep from falling over. Like I'm just. No, physically thank you. putting myself there. So you're and just it like awful. You're like letting yourself be carried along by the crowd. Yeah. Like if you I stop have been or in hesitate, one you're mosh down. Mosh pit in my entire life. One very mild mosh pit mm-hmm. in my and entire life. Like a newfound life. glory. And it concert, was like so it barely too much. It. What was it when you had your blonde dreads? I wish I had she blonde dreads. She never had dreads. those. <laughs> I Theron, that. Fate of the Furious. My only no. regret. You would have been super appropriate uh, Yeah, that's so true, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So after <laughs> the throng topples this poor guy, Damore, his fellow employees had to fight through the crowd to help him. And quote, when they said they were, or when they were saying they had to leave, like employees and uh, EMTs and police, um, and that an employee had been killed, people oh. were yelling... I've been in line since Thursday morning. Oh, and they nice kept empathy. Shopping. Nice compassion. Yeah. What? They said they'd been in line since Thursday morning and they kept shopping. For they didn't give a, a fuck. For discounted Walmart shit fucking product. Don't worry, like, I'll go over the items that were included in the sale because oh don't think I gloss over that. Oh my God. Um, so the president of Walmart's Northeast division, which is where this happened, said the company did take extraordinary safety precautions. Quote, we expected a large crowd this morning and added additional internal security, additional third party security, additional store associates. And we worked closely with the Nassau County police. But, oh, we also erected barricades, blah, blah, blah. But despite all of our precautions, this, quote, unfortunate event occurred. It's like, then don't have the fucking event, period. Yeah, don't right. don't have the sale. People can't handle it. You whip no. them up into a frenzy with your marketing Mm-mm. year after mm-hmm. year. I feel like every year since 2006, maybe somebody has died somewhere oh, in the awful. U.S. Because of these it's fucking sure. Black Friday sales. I'm like, sure Amanda has almost. the stats. No, yeah. almost, because if this is if if we are seeing ten deaths and one hundred five injuries since two thousand six and it's twenty seventeen, you know, roughly that's one death a year over the span of ten years. That's like that's just under one death a year. Yeah, it's like Can you um, imagine what it would be like to be trampled to death? No, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing not to imagine that because fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. What an awful it's slow. 
terrible. way to die. Well, like I was, think part of it is suffocation. He right? was still alive. He was still alive until I think he died at the hospital. Oh, to to so you're, you're basically being beaten to death yep. by yep. feet. And there are yeah. some there are some reports that say that like as a result of the madness, he also suffered from a heart attack. Oh, and he's fucking thirty four. So it's like. Eh, eh. It, you uh, yeah. you stepped on him. He probably had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. You know he's sustaining physical injuries, and now he's sustaining. You know he he's experiencing a trauma. Mm-hmm. So a heart attack is not an in insane. Shock. Yeah, it's not an insane thing to imagine. I, I I don't know the answer to that, but that was one of the things that I read. That's uh, fucking disgusting. The 28-year-old pregnant woman and three other shoppers were also taken to area hospitals with minor injuries that they were treated for. Mm-hmm. Um, the police Did you chief, say she lost her baby? No, no, no. Or she, she okay? She sustained some injuries, but there were no reports that she lost the child. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking miracle. It is, but it also isn't because at eight months of gestation, a baby is pretty uh, resilient in there. I've read stories true. of women being stabbed like 80 mm-hmm. times in, at, at that kind of gestation and they still survive and so do their babies. Mm-hmm. I so, will rephrase. It is a fucking atrocity yep. that a crowd would stampede over yep. a woman who's eight months pregnant. Yep, and the police chief did say that criminal charges were possible but that it would be super difficult. We talked about yeah. anonymity here because it's yeah. so hard to identify individual shoppers in the surveillance videos and nobody's going to own up to being there. Yeah. And if you and, and if you pay cash, there is no digital record linking you to that location. Mm-hmm. And even if you paid with a credit card, there is no fucking jury in the world that would mm-hmm. prosecute some random person who used a credit card yep. 40 minutes later. Yep. Like yeah. that's not reliable. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah, they can't so, prove that they had anything to do with it. So, And items, it's in November, so everyone's got a hat and scarves and coats. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there are a couple pictures on the blog, like, you can't fucking identify a single person. I, if I yeah. knew, I couldn't identify you two in that crowd. And I, I yeah. know your faces, they're etched on my brain. And There's vaginas. no way. And vaginas. <laughs> I do know Kenyon's vagina very personally. I actually, I can see Kenyon in this photo. Yeah. I see her. No. Oh shit! My secret's no. out. No. So Me your that flat screen TV. let's see which of the island, which of the items that Kenyon purchased, because the items oh. on sale included a seven hundred ninety-eight dollars Samsung fifty-inch plasma HD TV. Wow, still eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's a fifty-inch. That's a pretty good deal. A <laughs> a Bissell compact upright vacuum for twenty-eight dollars. Oh, I'd get that. That's a good price. And the piece de resistance. (laughs) (laughs) Men's Wrangler tough jeans for $8 a pair. Eight? Eight dollars. All right, sign me up for Black Friday. I've never done it before, but those prices can't be beat. I literally make a point to abstain from shopping on Black Friday. Mm -hmm. It is disgusting mm-hmm. no matter where you go if there are not stampedes i it's a hor- it's horrific yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there was one and other incident they're even oh, doing it now in south africa it makes no fucking sense because they don't have thanksgiving no and they do black friday and cyber yeah. monday and all that shit here now what? yeah oh my God. there's no stampedes with cyber monday people anyway. yeah every Stick day is cyber monday, monday. 
Do you have an iPhone? Cool, it's Cyber Monday. Do you have Amazon? <laughs> cool, it's Cyber Monday. Like, what the fuck? Every day is Cyber Monday if you want Every it to day. be. <laughs> and then one other super brief one that I also got off of um, that amazing website, BlackFridayDesk.com. Um, Target to sponsor us because Walmart's <laughs> not the only one that sucks. So Target, though Target mm-hmm. is near and dear to my heart, I love you, Target. Mm-hmm. You can Target. do no wrong. This Hashtag can Minnesota also happen. Pride. Yeah, this can also happen at Target. Um, the headline is. Target shoppers step over Walter Vance as he collapses, comma, dies, period. Oh, <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. Real Not brutal. Walter so, Vance. Poor Walter Vance. Um, he's a Black Friday oh. shopper. He collapsed while shopping at a Target store in West Virginia. And okay, went almost there compl- we go. I know. There's the real problem. Um, he went almost completely unnoticed as, continu- as customers continued to hunt for bargain deals. Hmm. Walter Vance was a 61-year-old pharmacist who reportedly suffered from a prior heart condition and later died in a hospital as a result of this situation. So it was just his heart, or was he, like, trampled? No, so it's, like, similarly to the other situation. He he did collapse. He's, like, he's not, I don't want to, he's not elderly, because my mom's in her 60s, and that's not fucking elderly. Mm -hmm. But he's an older man with a heart condition. He collapsed in... Of his own accord, not because he was pushed over, not because anyone knocked him out to get a fucking plasma, but he was surrounded by a bunch of people at Target on a Black Friday sale. He passes out, Mm -hmm. and people ignored and walked over his body as they continued to shop. Oh, my God. So they just left him And then he died. And he he makes it to the hospital, but he dies. Uh. Um, So some organizations say that nobody helped him. Other people say that like a handful of people came to his rescue but regardless like some people took notice other people fucking stepped over him and went toward like the dollar spot here's a question which shouldn't make a difference but it just in illustrating this whole event in my mind Mm -hmm. did he collapse and was this like in the entrance to the store, or was this like somewhere within the store? I do not have the answer to that question. I don't believe mm-hmm. it was at the entrance to the store. I believe it was inside the store. Okay, not that it should make a difference, it, but I'm just the piece that I'm trying to enunciate in this scenario is that he, an older man fucking fell on the ground mm-hmm. and and passed out. And, and nobody and fucking helped him. Like, of the, of yeah. the hundreds of people that were in there walking over him. Maybe, well, I don't know if there were thousands, but a lot of fucking people. Um, Maybe six stopped to A, either see if he was okay or assess the situation. And there were reports that, like, the only people who stopped and actually tried to do anything were, like, a handful of nurses that happened to be there. So they're already trained Mm. to deal with that. But nobody even fucking bothered to go through the, are you okay, are you okay, help, you call 911. Like, that's... And the the nurses even... The nurses did, apparently a couple of nurses, like, tried to administer CPR Mm. and resuscitate him, and he wasn't responsive, and he died either en route or at the hospital. Mm. And this was not the only incident to taint America's biggest shopping day. I wanted to give you a little, a Mm. little peek. Oh, we Um, can't possibly bear another factoid that taints American culture. I know. (laughs) Please don't. There's there's an anecdote about a customer that sprayed fellow shoppers with pepper spray so they could snag a (laughs) video game. (laughs) Yep. Fucking 
hero. Into it. I'm sorry. I need That's Mario Kart smart. for the new Nintendo. I need it now. I need a oh, Switch. Well, that person came prepared, yep. I gotta say. Um, and then another scenario on the other side of that coin for the employees um, involves an exhausted target worker accidentally driving their car into a canal after working a Black Friday shift because they fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, no. Oh, my God. They should have shelled out for a discounted TomTom GPS. Am I right? Am I right, ladies? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Or some two-for-one five-hour energies at checkout. (laughs) Black Friday deal. Gosh, she so yeah, could have just grabbed one in the melee. Don't. No one would have noticed. Yeah, just yeah, loot. I would loot that shit. So please I don't shop on Black the Friday. Fuck out of it. You're if like guaranteed to be part of a mob. People to get inside. Why aren't For they stampeding people to get out? Like I'm fucking sorry. Absolutely not. That's like, a good point, Kenyon. Like I there's no way they're waiting patiently like at checkout. Day. No, no. I mean, so much theft has to happen. How can yeah. you possibly manage a crowd outside of a Walmart of 2,000 people? How? Yeah. Well, Without, with rock bottom prices like that, I, I, just, I mean, they can't be making much money off of the sale anyway. I don't even. I don't. It's it's all so gross. But anyway, you know that where was you my d- mom. You know, where, you know where you don't have to kill a man to get a great deal? WhiningCrimePodcast.com backslash merch. (laughs) Forward slash merch. You're the worst. Forward Forward slash merch. We're definitely going to have a Black Friday sale. And (laughs) it's going to be cut throat. No. Literally. It will be a Cyber Monday sale at worst for the holiday (laughs) bundles that we're already trying to put together of merch. Small business Tuesday. Small business every day. And also, the deal of the century really is to just become a Patreon supporter because you can just set your own price. (laughs) You can get free shit and a 10% discount. (laughs) We'll take, well, yeah, there are people who give like $1 or $2 a month. I can afford that. Disclaimer, you can't set your own price. Listen, you get 10% off, that's it. No, for Patreon. Oh, this Patreon. Okay. I said I Patreon you meant, supporter. If you're a Patreon, you can set your own price. No, I said the best deal is to product. become a Patreon supporter because you can set your own price as to like what you give us per month. Oh, oh that was absolutely no return. No, yeah. it's yeah. clicking. Well, no, the return is that we continue to be able to make a podcast. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh. That's what I meant. All that's right. what I meant. All right. That's yeah. my piece. I can't right. feel my mouth. Let's do special <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm ready to sing. This is a really good time to pierce my tongue because I can't feel my mouth. BRB, you guys. Oh, my God. No. Doing oh it. God. If you contribute $50 or more a month on Patreon, I will pierce my tongue. Lie. No, I won't do that. I'm cutting no. this. No, we wouldn't be friends anymore and the podcast would collapse. Don't do I'll it. That, split, you should I'll have done that in our Blood Spatter like episode. For $50. Okay, we're moving on. First, special thanks this week. I just want to say that we put out a call on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram Mm -hmm. letting you all know about Amanda's computer issues, which are fucking dire. She's so uh, pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) My bald spot is growing, by the way. Thank you. 
So are mine. Yeah, same. It's real sexy. <laughs> it's real <laughs> Hashtag sexy. Proposed town. Okay. First, I'm just going to say the names of our Patreon people really quick. No applause in between. And then we're going to get to our special little way of thanking mm-hmm. them. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Robbie Knudsen, Liz Stanley, Nikki Bowes, MCF, Molly Rebecca, Jennifer Cahoon, Julia Sutton, Kezia Reeder, Amber Bettis, Stephanie Backey, Mary Figueroa, Maggie Rose, Christina Julian, and Michelle Egan. You guys are amazing. Amazing. Because you're so amazing, yep. I took way too fucking long to write so this long, you horrible guys. rendition of We Didn't Start the Fire. You it's guys. So it's so the fuck up. It's, it will literally never be repeated ever because it was and the worst thing I've ever done in my life. It's going to live on will, in MP3 form. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Oh, so bad. Best of luck. <laughs> Robbie Knutson, Maggie Rose, Blood Spatter, How It Goes, Amber Bettis, Michelle Egan, Mary Figaro, Dr. Nandy, MCF, We Love You, and Necrosex, Exorcism, Deep Incision, and Miss Nikki Bowes. Luminol, Patreon, Julia Sutton, Kurt, I mean, Caroline, Logpig Lover, 69, Psycho Killers, Murder, <laughs> Kezia Reader, blah, 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 Jew Fast, just yelling. We, we didn't stop, stop the, fire. the fire. It was, it was always, always burning, burning since the world's returning. We, we didn't stop, stop the fire. fire. No, no, we, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Kristen Stewart, Peeping Toms, Hungry Ghost, Hiya Mom, Molly Rebecca, Ain't Seen Better, Angels Mercy. Dingoes, Jen Cahoon, We're All Crazy, Knife Wound, 911, Call Stephanie Becky. True Crime Podcast, Hope Merch Sells Fast, Christina Julian, and the hashtag Propos Dan. Oh crap, what's next? Ah, uh, yes, cruise ships, Gynos Mistress, She Strips, Bad British Accents. We didn't stop the fire yet. It was always the fire. We didn't stop the fire. No, oh, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Chardonnay, <sighs> Liz Stanley, fuck patriarchy. Grenache, OMG, I really have to be. <laughs> Ten Commandments of God, Revlin's got a full bot. Let's chat homicide, please don't take spice. No, we didn't on the fire. Getting shitty iTunes no. comedy, oh. mafia, bearded yeah. priest, oh no. Angry mobs, make him go. Crime make him scene, go. fingerprints, Harry Potter reference, <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> psycho, man, we love a sound so We, we didn't, didn't start, start the fire. The fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We, we didn't, didn't start, start the fire. The fire. No, yeah, we, we didn't fight it, but we tried to fight it. No, we didn't start the fire.
<laughs> I thought it sounded awesome. I loved it. You nailed I it, Kay. I fucking love it. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. That was special thanks this week. That was special thanks this week. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> That's all we got. I'm literally never doing that again. Nope. We love you all. Thank you and so much for your support. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Sound mixing by Dan Larson. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. All Wine and Crime episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, plus a number of other podcasting apps. If we're not on your preferred app yet, let us know and we'll work to make sure you get your Wine and Crime fix ASAP. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really is the best way to spread the word. Support for Wine and Crime comes from us. At the moment, we're footing most of the bill, but we ain't too proud to beg, so we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. (laughs) 